Shout out to the God Turk. Supreme Clientele Radio. Ah. Diablo, SR the General. Full blast to beat God. Graph, chant. Yeah, graph, chant. Ah. Graph, chant. Yeah, graph, chant. Ah. Shout out the graph champs. 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tune in the graph champs. We appreciate the love and support for all the graph camps. The most amazing and iconic artists out here smashing it from the train yards to the rooftops to the storefronts, highways catching wreck. That's saw the general. He be going crazy, bro, from his Instagram account, Supreme Clientele Radio. Turk. Interviewing all the icons, the ones that led the way. Salute to all the fallen legends, the ones that set the stage. Ah. Moment of silence, let, let us remember those. Those. peace. Whether they family or they were friend or foe. Ah. Ah. Hate them or love them, let's show them some respect. Major contribution in hip-hop, breath chancer to the death. Ready and willing, never scared to fry. Never. Chancing the odds of getting up, prepared to rise. Super talented vandals never scared to nope. die. Let's show them love while they breathing. Go ahead and share the love. Share the love. So tell a friend to go and tell a friend. Tell a friend. Interviews are dope from the start up to the end. To the end. Let's show them love and call it glory time. Repost his post on your post. Share his post up on your storyline. Ah. We grab champs. We out. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right, yo, before anything, yo, SP, we just want to salute you and thank you for coming on Graph Champs. You're a motherfucking legend, a staple in NYC and in, in graffiti, period, bro. And just me personally as a fan, I thank you, bro, because I've been fiending to hear your well, story I, for years. I, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate your energy, man. You, you, you know, you're still trying to all, all, all the stuff you're doing now is like, you know, really, really showing like love to a lot of people. And it's really nice to see, man. Yeah, I, I just want to push the culture forward. And you see when when people like you, you know, later on in life, when you're when you're gone, the, the, the stories and the, the, the history is not going to be there. That's why I need I need goats like you to, to keep the, the history living got, for all the right. younger generation. You got it right, man. You got it right. That's, that's what it's about, man. It's like. All, all, all the, all the oral history, man. It needs to be recorded. It needs to be spoken on. Yes. So, so, so. Without further ado, this is how we do it in Graph Champ style. We want to know, um, what got you into graffiti? How you got into graffiti from the very beginning? As well, I think like a lot, a lot of people, you know, I grew up in the seventies, and like I went to like public school my whole life, and like from kindergarten to like sixth grade, the school that I went to. Uh, they never cleaned the school once, you know what I mean? So it was just completely bombed. You know, you line it up outside for school, you know, by the, the yellow lines, you know, stuff like that. And, and you just look at stuff. You don't really know what it's about. You don't really know, but you just grew up in a time where that shit was on everything. It was on. And so by the time you get to fourth, fifth grade, you could start reading, like it says Van Halen. You could see the Van Halen logo or it says Aerosmith or it says Led Zeppelin or Disco Sucks or whatever it says. You could start reading little <laughs> things. And then, you know, soon, sooner than later, you know, most of my friends, older brothers, they started writing graffiti. And then you just kind of like started writing inside the school and stuff like that. So 
basically it just it was just something that you just saw it just like i mean everyone and, and i'm sure a lot of people that grew up in new york around the same time could say probably a similar thing because it's like all the kids that i grew up with at some point just about almost all of them they all wrote graffiti for a minute you know what i mean they, everyone had to tag girls guys everyone the can came out everybody wrote something on the wall and so i saw that growing up and i'm saying i'm saying so i like i saw that growing up and like i didn't really know anything anything else but that you know what I mean? Like it had always been there. And then, you know, we would go out, my family and I, we'd go out to the beach. We'd see like the CC trains and Rockaway and the, the double J when it was still connected over Jamaica Avenue, when it was still was connected over the Van Wick Expressway. And, you know, I was like, it was still innocent because when I first started writing, you know, I just wrote in the neighborhood. You know, it's funny. I was just talking to someone recently about this and like, I forget who told me this, but when I first started writing, dudes are like, get just right in the neighborhood and get better. And when you get better, then you could go and write in other neighborhoods and go float around. You know what I mean? And so I kind of did that. So I was kind of like a neighborhood writer for the first couple of years that I wrote. But um, yes, I mean, just seeing it. I mean, truth be told, I'll tell you one quick story, man. The one thing that I definitely remember seeing is like the school that I went to, it was like, you know, all fucked up. It was a broken glass and it was all shitty and holes in the wall and on the fucking roof of the auditorium, there was like a part where there was no tiles no bricks it was just black like tar on the roof and someone up there had wrote we don't need ladders and i didn't know shit but i, I could read that shit and i was like damn because there was like a drain pipe that you could climb up there you probably remember man stuff getting roofed at, at school like people would be like throwing shit and so sometimes we would go there and the custodian would come onto the roof and he'd grab all the fucking frisbees and super pinkies and tennis balls and all that shit and throw them down to all his kids and i saw that one time and I just never forgot it. And like, I didn't start writing at that moment, but that was like the first graffiti I remember being like, I could read this shit. And like, it just was like, wow, just, in a weird way, when you look back, of course, you know, we get older, we romanticize about this shit a bit, but it's like, it's like when I, I think back to it, it's like, damn, it's like, that was kind of like a dare. You know what I mean? It was like a challenge. You know what I mean? I didn't really realize it to the full extent at the time, but that shit, when I think about it now, she's like kind of crazy powerful. And, that's what's, you know, that, and that's what's cool about everyone's experience. You know what I mean? Because everybody, everybody got their own experience like that. That's like, you know, some, the, the, the friend on the block or the older brother or something. And that's what got them started. So, so what, what year, what year was this around? And technically, the first year I ever wrote on a wall was 1981. And the first year I ever wrote on a train, albeit it was with a fucking El Marco, it was 1982. So uh, it was around that time. Wow. So, so let me, let me, let me ask you a question since, all right. So now it, it's always been there. So it's a part of you going up in your neighborhood. Yep. It's just yep. a part of you, just, just you being there. Yep. Was there a point in time where, where you started, when, when you started really writing and said, you know what, now nah, I'm going to take this shit serious. Like I want to like do something. Well, with this. I think, you know, like ever since I could, you know, when I was a little, little kid, ever since I could hold a crayon, I always was drawing and stuff like that. And my parents were creative. And so I kind of took, I kind of kept, I kind of kept that tradition and stuff like that. So by the time we started, you know, doodling and scribbling our names on walls and shit, like, as I said, like everybody wrote at one point. And then even the older dudes in our neighborhood that like wrote on trains in like the late seventies and the seventies, they didn't really get up a lot, you know, they, but they hit trains and they definitely hit stuff. But, but I think uh, when, when we started writing, uh, we, we definitely, there's definitely a handful of people that, like I said, quit. And then a bunch of us kind of kept it going and we're like, yo, we're not going to let it go. You know? 
What about what about um tag wise? Did was SP your first tag no, ever? Or? No, I mean it's funny. I was telling this story to someone today. <laughs> it's like, and I and these dudes is fucking with us. It was like as I said, it was like my friends' older brothers that rode, and we would play football with them, and they'd beat up. You know, they would fucking rough, rough houses and shit like that. And so we would always be asking them like, "Yo, what, tell us about graffiti and this and this and that." And they were like, "Yo," and back then, and and this this is like I don't want to say it's a Brooklyn Queens thing, but back in. 1979 1980 even before i started writing it's like there was it seemed like two letter names were like real popular like two letter names was like the thing and so these dudes told us they said yo we picked the fifth letter in our first name and the fifth letter in our last name and we just picked a number and that's how we came with our name and now like i said these dudes are probably fucking with us i asked a lot of people no one's ever heard of that you know what i mean like no one's like oh yeah they told me the same shit so but truth be told i did that so my first name was O-R, and then I wrote O-R-22. But that was like, you know, like again, that was like I wrote on my school. Like, that never really made it that far. Then after that, I was checking out, like, Heavy Metal Magazine, and there was a character in there named Den, and he was dope. He was fucking, so I wrote Den, but then there was a more established writer already in Queens that wrote Den, so I, didn't, I couldn't write that. And then, whatever, long story short, I seen this movie, there was a character in it named Spanky. So I started writing Spanky and that shit was just too long. You know what I mean? But like for a minute I wrote that shit and then I was like, damn, I can't, this is too long. I can't write it. So I shortened it to spy, but like every back then, every, every neighborhood had a dude that wrote spy, you know what I'm saying? Or like star, you know, there was like a bunch of names that like, that like kind of every neighborhood. So like, damn, I can't write spy. So I just shortened it to SP and it wasn't even like an acronym for anything. It was just, you know, SP, SP one. It was just, it was really, I guess, short for Spanky initially, you know what I mean? But I kind of, that name kind of drifted back real quick, you know? Wow. Yeah. What, what about, um, um, throwy wise? Cause me personally, uh, you're like in my top five dopest throwies. Appreciate that, man. Cause there's a lot of good people who do throw ups out there. <laughs> Nah, your your throwy is just it, it's always the same every time. Fluffy, beautiful. Well, you know what I mean, very that's, neat. That's, that's, very that's neat. my upbringing, man. That's my upbringing because, like I said, like when I got into it in the early '80s, you know, I was you know I grew up in Forest Hills, so like Continental Avenue and like the GG train. That was the first stop for the GG and the, and the ENF train, and like basically TKC, TPA, RTW. These guys was the guys that was killing at the time. And the, the, the cool thing about the GGs is that they would switch up with the CCs. And so you would, we would I mean, I, of course, I wish I took more pictures of the shit back then. But when we were, we would just look, they would, they would sweep out the GG train in Continental Avenue. We would like try and take tags, we'd motion bomb to the next station and stuff like that. But I remember just like kind of studying those trains and like they would have hand styles because like I said, they switch up with the CCs. So they'd be parked at Rockaway. They'd be parked at 180th Street. They'd be parked, you know, in all these different places. They'd be parked in, you know, the Queens, Queens Boulevard. And uh, so they have all these different crazy hand styles. So it's like between watch, looking at all the crazy hand styles that were on the inside of those trains and all these dudes doing crazy fill-ins because back then, like, the E's and S was getting buffed so hard. Dudes was like, we're just doing dusty fill-ins, man. We're just going for, we're going for max, you know? So that that's really, that was really my upbringing. And, and truth be told, man, I, 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 I'd be lying to say that all those crews, TPA, RTW, TKC, they all have, that all influences my style. Like a, there's a, I feel like there's a part of all that in my style. Like that, or that's, I, that's what I kind of absorbed from that shit. So, so 
it's just like me, you know, um, you know, I have like four or five icons from around my way, like uh, that are that are like on the Mount Rushmore of Bushwick. Yeah. And, you know, you add them all together and I took a little piece of all of them, plus my own style. And I came up with that, me, that, you know, that, what I mean, that's it. It's, it's adding on and try to just push it forward and shit. And I feel you you've been doing that for decades, my brother. What, what about the first time you ever went out to hit the fucking trains like you was like, do you remember that the first time you, you smacked the train? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like. I said we kind of dabbled for a while like neighborhood shit so like but we were lucky because we had places to hit near us so you know like i said that we would we would go onto the platform and you can turn pike and kind of do little mosquito bites and stuff like that go into the tunnel do little mosquito bites i mean we were doing silly shit back then we'd be like going down there and like shooting off bottle rockets and shit and just be like bugging out you know what i mean there's little kids because we were so young but like i said all these guys you know we got to see all this stuff like front, you had a front row seat to all this you know all, and you speaking about Bushwick and stuff like that, like KP and AT and all, all that whole that whole era of stuff is like stuff that I, I grew up looking at. So it's like it, it just was like that to me. That was that was a magical era, man. That was like a magical era of graffiti. I mean, even just the J, the double J trains like PO bid. I mean, there are too many names to mention, but it's just like the shit was it was real live back then, and it was real live. Yo, that that's why I love I love doing this because hearing the stories, me personally, I missed the train era because I was too young. And but you know, seeing Wild Style and Beach Street and all that, that's what I wanted to do when I was eight years old. I'm like, I wanna do that yeah. oh. and shit. So, oh, right, hold on, hold on. I got I got a little bit off track. So yeah, so the first time bombing shit, I don't know. I can't really remember the first first time. I remember a couple of times where we went, like one like the first time I went to Astoria. It wasn't the first time I hit trains, but I remember going to a story the first time and it had to be like either late 85 or early 86. And I had never gone there before. And then uh, we went there one night and it was just me and my man. And like we got over and it was just like, yo, we're going to come back here every day. And like there was a there was a chunk of 1986 where we went there almost every day. And if not, not even twice a day, you go there during the day when they laid half that shit up. And we would hit all the insides and we'd come back at night when both lay, things were laid up and we'd hit all of that. And like, if you were, you know, if you did it right, like there'd be like six sets. And the beautiful thing about a story, man, the thing I loved about a story, I said, Hey, you had like, it was like a salad. Like you had a selection, you had bulldogs, you had flats. Sometimes you had ridgies in there. You had a little bit of everything in there. And if you could, if you could knock everything out, you could, you know, get 50, 60 throw ups, you know, and it was like a good, a good feeling, you know? I could imagine, bro. What about on um, on um, pieces or doing a whole car? Did yeah. you ever do like a fucking you know, whole entire? man, like you know, I I basically all the dudes that I wrote with were like bombers. You know what I mean? And like I was one of only a couple of dudes, like me, this dude that wrote Hush, were like dudes that did pieces. You know what I mean? And so, I in some ways I wish I did more pieces on trains. Too told, I probably only did about like ten pieces, and we only did we did one end to end whole car on the A line in broad daylight too. On Valentine's Day, 1987, me, Dash, and AI, KSW. And that was pretty crazy. But, um, but yeah, I, it was crazy because I remember we would go to layups and I'd be like, I'm going to do a panel piece. And I would do a small piece. But by the time I was finished doing that piece, you know, sometimes we roll to the layup like eight, nine, ten guys. And they'd all do fill-ins. So by the time I get done with the panel piece, I'm going to the next car to start doing a fill-in these guys would already map the whole shit out with fill-ins. There'd be no room left. You know what I mean? But, but you know, what was there and these dudes. So obvious, like, so it was like, 
friendly competition. Like, so when we got in the layup, we were all just side by side, like boom, 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 each car. And so it just became more like just trying to get more up. So, like I said, I, I wish I had done more, some more pieces, truth told, but like, it's cool. I'm just glad, you know, I got a piece of that, that time and stuff like that. Cause you know, I'm not trying to say I was like a King or anything like that. Like I did, you know, I definitely went, you know, again, I remember someone telling me back in the day, I said, well, you know, if you, 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 you hit trains a hundred times, you went to the yards and layups a hundred times and you were a real writer and stuff like that. So I always felt like, well, all right, well, I know I did that. So, you know, whatever, whatever that's worth, but I, you know, nah, that's, you know. that's an actual fact because people like, um, don't know what type of impact they make because you know, you're you, so you don't know how other people view sure, you. Sure. Nah, you, you slam shit, bro. You one of them dudes, bro. For real, for real. Like the streets love you, my nigga. Um, um, when I say at the end of the show, oh, who you want to see on Graph Champs? Who you want to see next? Your name has come up many of many of many a times. But that's not even the reason why I kept bugging you. It's because I'm your fan. I'm a fan. I, I wanted to know. Man. I appreciate it, man. I mean, you know, it's funny, man. I was talking sometime. You, you, you might remember a long time ago. Damn, man. I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago, we, we, we kind of met at like this spot on Broadway. Yes. Like, yes, I think like, I told you. I was like, yo, you that nigga said you one of them niggas that made like, me I right. Because I knew how many dudes was coming down to paint that place out. And I was like, yo, I was with my man Curve at the time. And I was like, yo, I was like, we got to paint something in here and try and get out of here before this place gets mobbed out. Because the, the fumes were already crazy in there. And there was no, like, no ventilation whatsoever. And I think as we were trying to leave, you, you, you and your mans were coming in. And we said, what's up? And this and this and that. And, um, and then whatever, but we didn't get a chance to kick it and stuff like that. And then I remember like, I don't know, I can't remember who, who said something, but someone posted up on Instagram one time, like, yo, shout out dudes that did tags vertically and stuff like that. And they shouted out a bunch of like old school cats and stuff like that. And I remember I was like, yo, don't forget SRMBK. <laughs> So thank you. Good luck, so, my brother. Good luck, my. You know, I'm I'm way after you, but like you was a, a influence on me, bro. A, a influence on a whole generation of motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And and that's a fact, bro. Did you did you ever run into anybody like in the yards when you was painting trains? Like you ever ran into anybody else that was there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I remember we used we went to 175th. Like, there's an era. Not maybe not everyone would remember, but there's an era like in like 86, 87 where. Like this guy, John 156, was crushing the what used to be the double A trains or the K trains back in the late 80s. And they laid up them shits at 175th Street uptown. And uh, we went in there one night and there was a there was a moment in time where they were and he'd be bombing with Smith and Sane also. So that they were definitely doing a lot of stuff in there. And like they were doing I forget, what, I think the brand was called Retardo Green and it was kind of like a clover green color. And they were all doing shit like for, for months or a year. I don't even know how long, but they were doing shit in green. And it was just like they they had a just like a stamp on the line because anytime you saw that green, you knew it was one of them or one of the crew. And so I remember going into that layup and those dudes were painting in there and there was like a green haze in the fucking air in the layup. And, and those dudes were in there painting. Um, I'm trying to remember who else. I mean, damn. I mean, of course, you know, like I was mentioning Astoria, you know, sometimes you go to Astoria, it wasn't always friendly, but sometimes there'd be like 20, 30 motherfucking people in there. I mean, it was wild. You, I mean, you've heard it, you've heard it, you, you know, shout, shout to, uh, you know, I haven't seen him. I don't really know him, but shout to Wright. He, he was a dude that, that we used to see at the layup all the time back then. And, uh, I mean, a lot of other dudes, but like, yeah, that, that place would get crazy, especially during the winter. 
you know, people be turning on the heat, people be getting on the microphone and shit. I mean, it was like crazy, you know, it was just live like that. It was like, just all, you know, people getting fucking lifted inside the cars. And then, you know, sometimes the conductor would come in, turn on the lights, everyone would run, people would jump, jump down onto the streets. I mean, it was fucking crazy. Yo, that sounds like mad fun, bro. I wish, bro. I wish I was, I, I could experience that shit, bro, for real. Well, the story, I love trains so much. The story was cool, too, because, like, some people had, like, a fear of heights. You know what I mean? So that, like, so, I think some people were like, yo, I'm happy going into a yard. I'm not really going up on those tracks. And, and understandably so, man, because this shit was sketchy as fuck. I mean, they have all that, they have more reinforcement that, like, whatever, that hard yellow stuff that they have up there now. But back then, it was literally, like, you know, putting your foot through like a broken plank and stuff. It was beat up. So, so let me let me ask you a question. What about like if if you're going on a bombing mission, right? You're going to hit a certain fucking layup, and then you see you creeping, and you see like fucking twenty motherfuckers. You're not just gonna go and be like, hey, what up? And you know, because you could get robbed for your paint and all that shit. Right? Nah, I mean, yo, truth told, man, I keep it real, man. Like we, you know, we went like one early on, like in '85, like was, like I think maybe the first place I ever did a throw up on a train was in the M yard. And like me and a couple of my friends went in there and back then there'd be mobs of dudes hanging out by there, by the oval, by the, by the baseball field there. And so we went in there a couple of times and it was like, we, we, we didn't like wreck the place, but we did like, you know, we did like hit a bunch of cars and then we're like, yo, let's bounce. And just like, it's let's be safe with it. And then we came back one time and there was like, yeah, there was like 40 motherfuckers there, man. And so like, you know, they luckily, I mean, whatever. I don't want to mention names because I know a lot of people is not with us anymore and, you know, stuff like that. But like, you know, dudes definitely tried to like stress us and stuff like that. And they were stressing my man. And then I saw some people in the crowd that I knew. And so at the end of the day, they were like, yo, you could come in the yard, but your people can't come in the yard. And so I was like, well, I'm going to stick it out with my, you know, my people, stuff like that. So luckily nothing really bad, nothing, you know, nothing happened that night. I mean, maybe Maybe a couple of cans were taken for some people. I, I don't want to say that it wasn't, but um, you know, it was just like sometimes. But but this the shit though is that you know we we had gone there a couple of times, so we felt comfortable. And we came up through like the freight, like we walked up that hill from like the freight tracks and like rolled up literally and like behind these dudes. You know what I mean? So like they were all like, "Yo, where the fuck are these guys coming from?" And so like you know, luckily we would started to make a little bit of noise back then because they were like, "What are you? You know, what are you guys right?" And so we told them, and like it would just happen to be like we had just hit Eighth Street, like we had just like bombed the shit out of Eighth Street, like maybe I don't know the weekend before or something like that, with like just fat cat tags and shit. Like back then, Eighth Street was like that was a big spot, you know, especially coming from Queens, you know, like Eighth Street, you know, Union Square, uh, you know, by the Cube, all that shit, man, it was like to hit those spots are a big deal. So um, they were like, oh yeah, we heard of you, whatever, but but like I said, they didn't want to let my boys in, so. We had to let we had to take the L that night, you know. Yeah, I get that's that's the way it is. Sometimes did you ever did you ever go to like the writers bench? No, nah, that was you mean up in uh, 149th Street? No, nah, yeah, was, that, that was, that was before you before my time. I mean, I the only I mean basically what happened is that I went to high school like the first year of music and art, like LaGuardia High School opened up was 1984. So I started going there in 1984. Oh. So that kind of exposed me to a whole new shit. Cause like I said, my, my whole education on trains was like the E's, the F's, the J's, GG's, the seven train, every, any, basically anything that rolled through Queens. So by the time I got to high school, then I started seeing the ones, the twos and the threes and like really seeing like, you know, shit, famous pieces and famous writers. And cause like, to me, 
and I don't know, I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel like the BMT lines, the letter lines, they were like, to me, they were like the blue collar lines. Like dudes are like, I'm not saying dudes, I mean, you know, shout to crime and baby and all these dudes doing colorful pieces and people did fresh shit on those lines, but dudes was just doing like blockbusters and top to bottom silvers and straight letters and like just shit that needed to be seen from like, you know, a mile away. You know what I mean? So that, that was also an influence, man. Uh, and so to me, I always looked at that. And then when I finally started seeing the, the IRTs, it was like, there was all the glitz and the glamour of Broadway. You know, they were all like lit up in colors and hot pinks and plums and, you know, all kinds of wild pieces. And I remember, especially on the one line, I forget the exact car, but there was a case two end to end whole car that ran for like, I don't know, till the trains went out. You know what I mean? Like the only, the, the only thing that happened is that back in the late, the maybe like the mid late eighties, the, the, the workers, they started rolling the one trains with like these rollers of paint. They, they wouldn't even buff the shit. They would just hit it with like a line every few feet. You know what I mean? So you still see it. So, but that car got mad, like the most respect out of a car I'd ever seen in life. Do, do, do you think it was um, hard to like be, did a lot of, well, the, the question is like, was a lot of writers up on all the, the letter lines and, and the number lines, or was it just like, it was hard to be up on both because of territorial shit? Well, there's definitely dudes that hit both the numbers and letters, man. There's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, I mean, the first person that comes to mind is a dude that I, you know, rest in peace to rap CAC, man. Like he, he was a big influence on me. We, we went to junior high school together and like, I basically, you know, took, you know, took, like took notes and watched what that dude did. And he hit, he hit the numbers, he hit the letters, he hit, he, he hit all lines. And, um, but there's another, I mean, there's a bunch of other people that did that. I just like, for whatever reason, I just stuck to the letters. I don't, I don't really know why it wasn't even really a territorial thing. It just, I just, it was just what I saw. So that's what I wanted to, you know, the R trains or the B trains or, uh, you know, we'd go to the Dewey yard in Coney Island. Um, you know, I just, I hit the trains that I saw, you know, like when we hit the trains at 175th, that's when I was going to high school. So I would see those, you know, going to midtown Manhattan, you know? So I just, I was more into hitting the lines that I saw, but that being said, I never really did hit the ones, twos or threes. So I would have liked to have done that, but it just, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. I just kind of stuck, I kind of stayed. I was like a real Queenser, you know what I mean? Like I was a real Brooklyn Queens dude. Like I'd either be bombing shit in Brooklyn or Queens. Like that was kind of the zone. I feel you. I feel you. So what? What about um when when the when? All right. So I'm gonna pick your graffiti brain right. a little bit then. All right. At that time, cause cause to me, I noticed that. All right. So it's the Godfather era, like the '70s and the the early '80s, and then you come out in the early '80s and you're going through there and the train era, right? So the 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 amount of years that people got to spend in the train era before it ended wasn't very long. You know what I mean? Who who is the best? Who's your, your your favorite train riders when you was in the game? Like heavy. Wow. Well, like I said, I mean, it, well, I mean, before I really, I mean, like I said, before I started painting, or when I was like involved in it, like. Nah, when you was involved in it and you was out there doing your shit and you were just seeing niggas like, oh shit, these niggas, this nigga well, right here is that nigga, like. like, I said, like the the the. the Seeing the one, two, and three lines was a real eye opener, man. Because like, like I mentioned, John one before, um, there was like flight TDS, there was rack seven, 
Um, there was a bunch of dudes doing pieces on the one lines that really kind of got my nose open. Um, but I have to say, though, I think to me, and I know, and, and I know this is a lot for a lot of people, especially from this kind of era, one of the, the most influential writers and one of the, I think, I don't want to say he's underrated because the people that know, they rate him high. But like Mitch 77 was a writer from the Bronx, right? And he, I would, when I was real young, I would go to Yankee games and he had a piece that I know a lot of people know that was off the platform by Yankee Stadium there on the, on the, on one of the billboards. And it was one of the most incredible pieces that like I'd ever seen. And to be honest with you, if you saw this piece today, it was still hanged with what's going on today. Like this piece was that advanced. And so Mitch 77, uh, you know, is, is definitely up there. I mean, you know, it, it's hard to say like, you know, it, it's like this, I could, I could answer this question like a hundred different ways. You know what I mean? Like there's so many people, cause back then you just absorb all this shit. I mean, like I said, I guess, I guess that is the one train that I did see. That was the one IRT that I saw early on. I guess that's true because we, I, we, my, my dad and I, we would go to Yankee games when I was really young and I saw the four train. So then when I started seeing the four train and we were going when the Yankees kind of sucked, like, you know, 1981, 82, they weren't that good. And so I would be like, you know, we would go, like my friend would come with me who, who also wrote with me, one of the first guys I wrote with. And we would just be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go to the bathroom. And then we would disappear for like an hour and go by where the escalators were and just bench the trains with my shitty little 110 camera with the wrong speed film. I try and take pictures of like, you know, band two, Delhi 167 shit, uh, you know, Mitch. And like, uh, there was, there was just like a fucking disc, the dude that wrote disco, like all these dudes had pieces on the trains back then. That was like just crazy shit, man. And so I became a fan of all that shit. And even just going into the Bronx, there was other writers like G man and BS 119. These guys were all city, like all city. Like, like when I first, first started writing, these guys were up in, I mean, like they were out at Rockaway to, Mount Vernon like they had tags everywhere so that those dudes like I always uh, like G-Man like I said G-Man and BS119 a couple of writers from Queens this dude that was so fine and Mia these dudes man it's like you don't you don't hear about these dudes a lot but they you know like we said like there, there's certain people that you grew up with that you that you remember you know that like that really had an, you know, an effect on you do do you got do you got um like um photo albums of old school trains and shit like that? I do. I mean, like, unfortunately, like I said, I wasn't taking pictures because you know I think part of like what I said earlier, like you know we just grew up graffiti was always there, so there wasn't really an idea of like it was going to go away. You know what I mean? So I I started taking pictures like when, when we would go to the Yankee games, and that was probably like 80, 81, 82. The pictures aren't that great, so I do have some pictures, and I have some pictures of the double J. Like I said, when it was still going over the. Van Hanwick Expressway of like Lookout Crew, you know, PO, AB, PG, like all, all that stuff. And so it's like that, that's all stuff, you know, tour, T, all the TD4 stuff, crazy riders on NIFH, all that stuff, man. I saw all that stuff, like, you know, like I said, front row to all that. So uh, I, I wish I had taken more pictures. I'm glad I took the pictures. And then as far as when I started, because like I said, I, I was a neighborhood writer for a couple of years. So like, I didn't really start writing on trains more heavy till like 85. And then that's when I finally started to realize so I should take some pictures. But even then I was only taking pictures of like me and my crew. You know what I mean? I wasn't really like, yo, I should flick these pieces. I was just taking pictures of me and my friends, you know? So I'm happy to have those pictures today, but I, I like I said, that I wish I took more pictures because, uh, you know, I saw so much shit. I see pictures today and I'm like, oh, I saw that live. I saw that live. I remember that. 
Oh, I remember. Oh, that Arab and Web car. Oh shit, I saw that. I remember that. You know, so it's like I do have that memory, which is cool. But and it's cool that all these stuff reflects. So I think in a weird way, like in the '90s, I started to like, like whatever. Make a long story short, I was walking along and I saw an open hatch. It was like to a layup, and I just fucking went in and I went in there. And this is like in like the mid '90s. I just went in and I ended up taking pictures in there for like four hours. All the shit in the top, all the shit in the lay, all the shit in the walls. And then I got kind of hooked on that shit, man. And I got, and I was, and I felt like, oh man, I was like, okay, now I'm going to compensate for all the time I didn't take flicks. And so then I started, you know, uh, me and this dude EB, TKC, who I was a fan of growing up, we linked later in life, became good friends. And we ended up doing a lot of, a lot of tunnel dwelling and a lot of documenting, some filming even. And, uh, and so I started just flicking mad shit. And even then I started in the nineties, luckily, you know, Greenpoint, East New York, all these places still had old graphs still living on the streets. Now it's like pretty hard. You know, you got to knock a building down to, to see some old shit run. But, but yeah, so I still man. to be honest with you, man, I was in East New York day before yesterday, man. I was trying to find pictures of shit. There's some old shit. And, uh, and, and even when I was in my old neighborhood, I found some pictures on the Interborough or the Jackie Robinson of some tags of me and that dude Hush had on a pole. He's probably been there since 85. I didn't even realize that she was still there. I was in traffic. I looked up. I was like, oh, shit. Pulled off. Just luckily, I was like, this shit was in a fenced area. Luckily, there was a hole in the fence. I just walked in, snapped it off. And I was just like, yo. So anytime, anytime there's old shit, I'm always, I'm always down to take flicks of it, man. I, I'm like, I'm... One of the things in the during the fucking height of the pandemic that was like, you know, a positive thing is that it gave me the time to organize all my shit, my photos, my negative stuff like that. So in the coming years, this year and next year, I'm coming I'm gonna be coming out with some books and zines and magazines and like, you know, books and shit like that. So I'm I'm about to come out with a bunch of shit. So <laughs> all, all this yeah, stuff nah, I kinda dope. held a lot of the flips to myself. You know what I mean? I mean I've shared a lot of the photos because obviously, you know, Instagram is like I tell a lot of people, I'm like, God damn, I'm like, you know, people that are not graffiti writers, I'm like, Instagram was like tailor-made for graffiti. <laughs> like, it's like, so, dude, dude's kid, it's like, you can't help themselves, you know what I mean? Like, so, but, um, but yeah, so, so, so there's definitely going to be more stuff coming, coming out with, mm-hmm. the, with the photos and shit that I've taken over the years. Nah, that's dope, bro. We need shit like that, like we said, to, to keep the shit moving forward so kids can see what it was, yeah. you know what I mean? And shit. What about, what about, um, what did, did it ever hit you? Like, when did it hit you? Like you, like, you feel like you got the recognition, like, like, you know what I mean? Like you was getting up or killing shit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I ever really, you know, it's funny. I don't know if I ever really was like, you know, I'm looking to get recognition. I mean, I'm like a pretty humble dude. So I'm just like, I'm happy to be like, you know, having fun with it and stuff like that. I mean, there's definitely times for like trying to remember who like, where like there was someone like that you looked up to and that they, they knew who you are. I mean, like, I'll, I'll just say later in life, like I, w- I was lucky enough to meet Jester, who's like a fucking legend. And he fucking bugged me out because he knew, he knew who I was also as like an artist. He knew me by my real name and all this stuff when I met him the first time. And I was like, which is crazy because also, I guess the first time, even though I didn't know it, I was going through the system <laughs> and he's seeing me in court, but that's another story. But, uh, but when I actually met him, I just, I was blown away. He was just so, he, you know, he knew, like, that he knew who I was and shit like that. I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, you know, that, that, that's a moment where, like, you feel like, wow, like, okay, that, that, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that people like that know who you are. That, that's pretty cool. 
Hell yeah. What was there ever a time where you met somebody that you were that that it disappointed you? Because there's been plenty of times that I met niggas I'm like, oh shit, and then they were just dickheads. Yeah, I mean I'm sure. I mean I obviously I'm not I'm not trying to shit on anybody, but I mean Yeah, no, nah, I don't want I mean, yeah, to I mean, say they like that. There's all of the above. I mean that that's the beauty of it, man. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of it, is that it, it's like it's like I always say it's like if everyone met each other on the right day, everyone would be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone met each other on the right day, but that doesn't happen. Not everyone meets each other on the right day. So, but I can't really think of anyone off the top. I mean, there's times that I guess you get disappointed, but I, I, to be honest with you, man, I feel lucky, man. I mean, it's like, it's like, I know Vinny, you know what I mean? Like, like I never thought like, you know, growing up seeing Vinny my whole life and shout to Vinny. I mean, dude's still getting it in. And it's like, you know, I grew up my whole life and you know, it's like, especially when you come from Queens, man, because, Back in the day, man, Queens got shitted on, you know, because dudes was like, yo, it's not the Bronx, it's not Brooklyn, it's not Manhattan. And, you know, I was just like, yo, Vinny is quick. I was like, yo, Queens is represents. So I was like, I didn't really, I didn't really feel stressed about it. So I was like, yo, but just to be able to, I never really thought back then, like, yo, I'm going to know this guy later in life. You know what I mean? Like, I actually paint with him. You know what I mean? So that that's the kind of shit that's like, you know, that, that, that's good. You know, cause like, you know, I say to dudes like, you know, whatever in the Instagram era, it's like, you know, you don't, don't do it for the likes. You, know, you do it for the love. You know what I mean? Like dudes do it for the love of it. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the real, that's the realness. So that's a fact, bro. That's why we did it. I, it was never about fame and like that. It was just for the rush, yeah. the feeling, you know, I was getting away with something. You know what yeah, I mean, of course, man. I mean, the, the whole shit, you know, getting over on shit. I mean, Getting away, you know, stepping back and seeing what you just did and like being like, all right, what's, what's the next stop? Like, where are we going next? And preparing for it, racking. Like they didn't know the the lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Like we get up, we're racking a, all fucking yeah, day. We're bombing a, all yeah, night. It's a full on. Yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, I'm a little bit older now. So like, like I tell most dudes, like, I'm like, yo, I, you know, I, I don't get down like I used to, but I still get down. You know what I mean? But like, I got just like, it's a full on. When I see dudes getting it in, like I'm just like wow I'm like you know they're living the shit you know what I mean because like you dudes have to be at least bombing three four nights a week that means they're racking they're sleeping in they're doing what they do to, to survive and you know taking flicks catching day flicks whatever it may be it's like a whole it's like a cycle you know so that that's a full time job right there that's a full time job. That's a fact. Um, a lot of people don't know how how much dedication it takes to do all of that shit. Yeah. They're like scoping out spots, <laughs> the whole shit. <laughs> right? Or getting mad when the 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 rack gets blown up. Right? So many people know about it. Ah, you told this nigga about the rack. Yeah. Well, that's crazy because you know that's we used to have we used to hang out. We used to hang out on Continental Avenue, Forest Hills, and it's crazy because one time I went to the city. And I don't know if you remember, a dude. And I I don't know where I don't know where he's at today, but I haven't heard about him. But there's I'm sure you heard of the crew BSK and ARBSK, -A -A who I believe was the president of BSK. He, um, I met what? him on the train one day in like, I don't know, like 1984. Where he, I, I just, I think I had a black book on me. He was like, yo, you're right. We just started chatting and he threw me down with BSK, but like, I didn't really hang with those dudes. So, but I definitely threw it up a handful of times early on. And then one time there was a Woolworth right on Continental Avenue where we racked. They basically had crime on. They had like, you know, the five, six colors. They had like leather brown, flat black, white, antique white, cherry red, true blue, and hunter green. But that's still all good. So we would go in there. And I remember what we would do, me and my boys, we would go in and we would all go down different aisles and then end up in front of the paint at the same time and then just kind of try and 
swipe it and grab a bunch and just keep on going. And one time we tried to do, do that and boom, we walked right in front of the paint and AR and another dude, I believe that wrote RT were there with two long escalate. Like they had coat, they had like winter coats down to their ankles, man. And there was like about to rack up and we kind of blew the spot for them. And we were like, yo, it was cool. We weren't, we weren't like territorial with it because we didn't give a fuck. We were just like, yo, man, take as much paint as you can, man. There's fucking, we would, we would steal the paint. They'd be like offloading the paint on, off the truck onto the elevator to bring it to the, the, the basement. And sometimes we'd grab a six pack or two off the elevator before it even got into the building. So we just like, yo, fuck it. But I remember we was in there and we were like, oh shit. And I, I was like, yo, we met before. I was like, you, you throw me down or whatever. And, so, you know, it's just funny how that shit is, man, you know. Hell yeah, yo. What about, what about, this is another question I always wanted to ask you. When, when the, the trains was dying out and then the, the, the street era was coming in, um, how, how was that for you? Was you like, oh, now I'm just hit streets? Yeah, um, I mean, there, was it, was it, I mean, it was like, for me at that point, it was like intermittent because I was in, I was in college at that point. So I was only in the city for like little bit, you know, during the summer. Christmas break, you know what I mean? So I wasn't around 24-7. So that's, now you're talking about the era when, like, you know, Jaws and TK and Josh and Easy and those guys were killing Chino and all them dudes was killing Gates. And uh, so, yeah, so I definitely, I got, I mean, I definitely wrote, I mean, Gates and doing Gates was like a big deal, you know, back 89, 90. I mean, so, yeah, I did a lot of Gates, not, not as many Gates as those dudes, but I definitely, that was definitely a thing. Like Gates became like a priority, you know, like for sure. Cause that, that era of SP right there is, is the one that was very influential on me and shit. The, when like the Gates, the throwies on the Gates, the little fillings and shit. <clears throat> yeah. Well that, you know, I mean, that's, that's the shit is that there's all these different eras and the shit still evolves. I mean, you see what's going on today. Dudes are still crushing bull cars, man. So it's still going on. The, but when you started hitting streets, did it fulfill your fucking like? Was it the same as train bombing? Like, did train? You know, I mean, like no. I mean, I did, but again, I wasn't as prolific as a bunch. But I mean, once it went to clean shit, I definitely, I definitely took, I partook in that. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely <laughs> did, did some turnarounds and stuff like that. Um, but. But yeah, I wasn't, it was weird. I think at that point I started to, uh, well, at that point, well, okay, well, when I got out of college, then I started living in Boston or outside of Boston. So I wasn't in the city full time, but so at that point was like when I really started to, you know what, that that's really like the early nineties is really the point where I started to take piecing more seriously. I started because all the dudes, when I started hanging out with these guys in Boston, they're all about, they were about peace, they're about bombing, but they were also about piecing. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to start piecing more. Cause like I said, all the dudes I grew up with were bombers. So we mostly bombed together and I would knock out a piece here and there. You know what I mean? So once I finally got to there, I was like, okay, these dudes want to do full on productions. And, you know, I'm sure you remember in the early nineties and that stuff, it was all about like productions and pieces under trestles and tracks and like off the train lines and stuff like that. So they're part of the parking lots of Soho, you know, that was like a whole thing. So, you know, but yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's so that the, a piecing a bit more seriously. So, um, so you said they used to bomb with yeah. Hush? 
Hush, because I remember in Videograph, Hush, she had a lot of, uh, a couple of pieces and shit and stuff like that, like Hush, Dash. Yeah, it was all my partners at one point or another in the beginning. We, all, we always used to go together. Dope. Who, who, who's your favorite person to go bombing with? Ooh, well, there's a lot of people, but in some ways I, I say, I don't know if it's a tie, but I'll tell you this. There's a dude you may heard of and, and respected to Deck 2DX now, but I used to write with this dude Deck from Bushwick and yeah, that's my and, boy. And I, respect, respect, I respected Deck and shout, shout out to him, man. Shout out to, to that man. Cause that, that dude, that dude was a killer. And not only was he a train, train killer, but like he, he, him and another dude I mentioned before, this guy, AI KSW also a train killer. These dudes, they had like what I would consider like a sixth sense. Like we would go and paint trains together and these dudes, they just knew, it's like, you know, you'd be going and you'd be not sure, like, we, you know, workers rolling up on you or other writers rolling up on you. These dudes just, they didn't give a shit. They just knew how to do it. And they, they, you know, I, 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 you know, I can tell you, like, I bombed with these dudes a bunch of times or more, like tons of times and fucking, they were somehow, they would get more throw-ups than everyone else, catch more spots. They just, they just had that fucking, that, that killer instinct to get, you know, more shit. So I would say I would say deck and AI. I mean, again, you know, I, there's a lot of people I bond with over the years that like you know, all my like family. So, but those dudes, I have to say, man, they they had a ex, they had a little extra fucking boost, man. Because those dudes, I mean, I remember we go to the M yard and deck would be like, I'm going to go in here and check this place out first. I'd be like, all right, so we check because we would go down those dead end blocks and climb up those fucking the fucking chain link fence to like the second story and then like shimmy over to the hole that's like under the live track you know what i mean and so we would go up there and then we'd all hide under the live track and he would go in there and like 10 minutes later i'd see him he'd be on the roof of the building looking down all the aisles we like yo he's on the fucking roof and like yo truth be told man you know i mean again not to be like whatever but like me and deck did a lot me and and, and you know shout to no fya fucking shout to mag uh you know rest in peace and fucking we did a lot of shit together and like one night i can't front man me and deck tried to do a rooftop off uh what is it uh seneca like seneca station and and yo he like i, I couldn't he, he he was tall man i was just a little i'm i'm not that tall i was little so he climbed up to the roof and i couldn't climb around the barbed wire he could like walk around that shit like Again, the dude was like a magician, bro. So, but luckily there was a ladder up there. So he put the ladder down the street. All his boys were chilling on the street. There was still like, that's back still in like a bunch of those buildings. It was like brownstone buildings were like still like boarded up. There was like no one living in those buildings. And dudes were just chilling on the corner, chilling in the stoops. And so we went on the roof. They had our back. We started doing our outlines. All of a sudden you hear dudes from the street whistling. We look up at the, the train station. And there's like five or six cops just standing on the platform just staring at us. So we so we broke out. We ran. We ran to the back of the building, and fucking, he's like, "Yo, he he's like, we got to jump to the next building." And I'm like, "What?" And it's not it's not a far far jump, but it's far enough. And he jumps and he jumps right onto the fucking uh, fire escape of the other building. And I'm like, "Yo, I don't know if I could jump that far." And it's like a four story drop or three story drop. I don't I don't say it would kill me, but I'd be fucked up if I fell that shit. So, yo, I ran off that shit and I jumped and like half of my arm grabbed onto that shit and he grabbed my other arm. So 
I don't want to say he saved my life, but like, yo, he saved me in a fucking tight spot. You know what I mean? I never forgot that shit. And then the craziest shit is that he pulls me up. We finally get onto the fire escape. And I'm thinking like, yo, we're, we're going down the street and trying to get the fuck out of here. He goes up. He goes to the top of the building. And I'm like, yo, where the fuck are you going? He's like, no, no, we're going to the top. And he, so we get to the top so then he could look at the corner and he could see all three corners. Because back then, there was not only the cops on the platform, there was even auxiliary cops walking around. And they were like, you could hear the stereo of the fucking walkie-talkies. Like, you know, this, and we were like, oh, shit. So he saw, from this vantage point, you could see all three corners. We saw these cops walk around the corner. And then we made, we fucking ran down the fire escape and jumped on top of the dumpster. Boom. And then we got away. But it was crazy because, like I said, you could hear all the walkie-talkies in stereo. And they were like, yo, we see kids on the tracks. And we were like, yo, there must be some other fucking kids on the tracks. So luckily, they got away. But that shit, but yo, I always remember that night. I was like, yo, that was the night that was sketchy. I, you know, I wasn't sure I was going to make that jump. But luckily, so that's my That's so great. A lot, man. He's a, so shout, shout, shout to Jack. Salute to my nigga Jack. Word, bro. What's the, that's, give me another crazy, what's the craziest bombing story you ever had? Craziest bombing story. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's hard to think. I should I probably should have thought about that earlier. Um, well, I tell you this shit. Uh, well, okay. I know one time, like back. Okay, so back in like '89, they closed. It was like the inter, like the Interborough Park. And I think I think it was 1989. They closed half of the highway. They were doing like construction. So basically, there was like no no lanes going to Brooklyn. There was like one lane that went to Queens out towards Long Island, and that was it. So we would just run around on the highway. And so that gave us an opportunity. Like, you know, we were just doing tags and throw-ups on the highway. We were like, yo, we could do full-on fucking pieces on the highway now. Fuck it. So me and that dude, Hush, we did two silvers under uh, a union turnpike. And I don't know, it was like, you know, late at night, 2.30 in the morning or whatever it was. And so we were doing pieces down there. And the way it's set up there, it's like a curve. So, like, you can't really see us until, like, you come right into the curve and then, like, you, then, then you see us. And so, basically, there was just one lane. And they just had, like, those, those median, the, the, the barriers there. And, like, all of a sudden, we're painting. And a car comes by. And we're not paying attention. Like, only if someone stops, so we're worried about it. We're not stressing nobody. And all of a sudden, I look, I hear like, like some screeching sound and the car careens up against the fucking median and lands on its side, like right in the center of the highway. And I'm like, oh shit. I run over. There's all, there's like three generations of a family. There's like young girls. There's like a woman. There's like a grandmother. They're all climbing out of the car and they're all speaking Spanish. I can't speak Spanish. So I'm trying to be like, yo, are you okay? Is everyone okay? And they're like yelling. Because I'm thinking, like, they saw us writing, and they probably weren't paying attention, and they just drove up on the thing and fucking flipped the car. So, long story short, I'm talking, and everyone sees it, because they're all mad. They're all yelling at me, man. So, they're like, mother, and I, and I don't understand a fucking word of it, and I'm just like, damn, but I was like, all right, I guess everyone's all right. So, then, I'm like, yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here, and I look, and like I said, it's in a curve, so you can't really see around that bend until you get right up on it, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's other cars coming. So... I kind of like jog up and I see other cars and I'm like, yo, yo, stop, 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 like slow down. And so they, so I slowed them down and people got out and I'm like, yo, and then we, and then we fucking ran into the woods and disappeared. 
But I don't know. There's other stories. There's a lot of crazy highway stories, man. Like DTECs trying to roll up on us on highways and trying to pull into the bushes and, you know, having to run, run into oncoming traffic. And, you know, so that, that shit was normal. Cause I mean, highways was like, especially coming from Queens, man, highways was a big fucking deal, man. We tried to crush highways as much as possible, man. So you like highways better than streets? Uh, highways were fun because you could do pieces, you could do fill-ins, and sometimes it was easier because, you know, you just dip into the woods and you pop out, you know, you're on the fucking highway. I mean, not just, you know, again, you know, same thing with the Interboro. I mean, we would hit walls on the Interboro, and one time I almost got clipped by a car mirror. So, you know, it definitely, you know, there's some spots that are iller than others because we would definitely try and walk down to the spots that were right on the highway, too. Like, there's some dope spots on highways that are set back a little bit. You don't have to worry about shit as much. And there were times we like, you know, hitting, trying to hit the middle. Like, I remember a big deal. I mean, you know, rest in peace to Per. I mean, you know, Per TAT and Per FX, man. Like, he, that, even when I was first coming up, man, he used to have RE throw ups, man. Like, in the middle, the middle spots of the highways, like that little thin spot in the middle where the walkways, he had, he had those spots, even in Queens. And I was like, yo, I remember seeing those shits, man. So I was always like, damn, I was like, anytime we try to get a center spot, I was like, always trying to run in the middle of the highway, get the center spot. And uh, so, you know, but, uh, but yeah, highways were fun. You know, I mean, it, back then it was everything, you know what I mean? But, but back then you had access to everything. I mean, you know, like I, you know, like I said recently when I was doing the dude shit with Angel and Z and stuff like that, it's like, you know, Forest Hills was a great place to grow up, man. You had truck yards, garbage trucks weren't far away. There, there was just fucking, you had handball courts, train yards, layups, highways. I mean, the Interboro, the Van Wick, the Grand Central. I mean, there were just walls. There was shit for days, man. So tunnels. Oh, the garbage trucks. Garbage trucks. A lot of people don't bring up the garbage trucks. Yo, dude, Dessa. <laughs> Dessa. That's a fact. Absolutely. Yeah, salute to my like a back Yeah, man. TKA too. TKA and JRC yeah, yeah. had yes. garbage trucks. Yes, all those dudes. All those dudes. That's a fact. Well, so what about what what whatever you think was better, man? The eighties or the nineties? Well, it's it, I mean, I think both eras are kind of dope. I mean, it's funny. I'm, I'm working on a project now. Like, you know, I used to do this magazine in the 90s, right? So we're, we're, doing, we're making a book and an exhibition off of, like, my archive. And so the 90s is, like, real important because that's like, you know, New York had already had an established graffiti scene. But, and, you know, like Philly had an established scene and California had an established graffiti scene and Chicago, but other cities and other countries graffiti was really starting to take shape you know what i mean like it was starting to become a thing so the 90s is real important as far as like for the internet and people connecting through the mail and you know the whole idea of like and you know how it is man you could go anywhere man you could you could go to anywhere in the world and fucking hook up with some dudes and probably get arrested or get in trouble within 24 hours you know what i mean like easy you know or, or not you know what i'm saying i mean i'm, I'm kidding but like i'm just saying like you, you could go anywhere in the world now you can link up with dudes, and that's that's an amazing thing, man. And that that that, that kind of started, I feel like, in the '90s. But for me, I mean, I grew up in the '80s. I mean, like I saw bubble letters and stuff in the '70s, but I didn't write back then. So to me, the '80s is always going to be like the, the golden era for me. And like you know, because what I saw, like I, I just feel like, and even looking at the pictures now and looking back, it's like to me, I feel like. You know, 19, I mean, the, the early the, the early 70s are like its own thing. So like 71 or 72 to 76, that's like its own fucking magic on its own. Like that's its own thing. But I feel like when dudes like Part 
and like the TMT guys and all these other dudes that started developing crazy styles and stuff like that. Then like, I would say like 78 to 82 for me is just like the most magical fucking era of this whole shit. Because it's like, you know, when you look at, you know, when you look at a letter, like someone wrote like a letter back in like, you know, the early 20th century, like the fucking penmanship is like impeccable. It's like this incredible penmanship. I feel like that's what everyone had in the late seventies, early eighties, man. People's hand styles were just, it was so good. Like people just had such fucking good hand styles, throws, but the shit was still developing too, you know? So, so, um, because I know in the nineties, a lot of niggas got, there's a lot of dope throw ups in the nineties. Well, dude started getting extra. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, like I said, Dessa and Giz and Scuff and Kez. I mean, these dudes started doing shadows and force fields and you know what I'm saying? Like, so it just, that's, that's the shit that's cool. Like I said, like for me, you know, for me to like, see like, you know, like a dusty, you know, min, like an NE throw up on a, on an ENF ding dong with like a, a fat cap fill in and like a stock tip outline from me. And then to be influenced by that. And then to see, other dudes that came after us and i'm not saying they're all influenced by me necessarily but like you you saw that progression you know what i mean and like dudes just kept on at, and now you see where it's at motherfuckers are walking around on ladders doing throw-ups like four or five stories tall you know what i mean so it's still it's still evolving you know what i mean it's like i look at shit today and i'm just like dude dudes is going wild you know what i mean like dudes are like how big can i do a fill in how how much how much of this roof can i paint it's like it's it's, it's crazy man. That was going to be my, that was going to be one of my next questions. Like, do, what do you think about the graffiti these days? It's bananas, man. I mean, it's just like, I'm, I'm just amazed that dude get, get away with some shit. Man, Cause I see things that I'm like, dude, you had to be sitting there for at least 20 minutes, man. So but it's, it's, it's impressive, man. It's not, it's not like at one point that was me, but like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to crush streets, but yeah, no, I, I give credit to all them dudes, man. Dudes be like, yeah, I mean, there's too many to mention, but, you know, they, they, they know who they are, man. They're dudes just killing shit. And, like, in some ways, I don't think New York, you know, whether trains or streets, in some ways, I don't even think New York has ever been this killed in some ways. That's a fact because a lot of out-of-towners, too, come and just destroy shit everywhere, too. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, I mean, you, I'm trying to remember, like, Star Street, Brooklyn, there's like a wall, there's like, there's like one full street that's like a brick wall. I forget what's in between what streets it is. I'm pretty sure it's Star Street, but it's just like from end to end, it's just macked out fillings the whole way. It takes up a whole fucking block. It's like across from that park, uh, spacing on the name, but yeah, just like dudes just doing rooftops. Like now it's like, it's like everything's on, it's like when we wrote, you know, it's like even before, like, you know, Shout to the fucking like you know OE and P thirteen like these dudes went oh these not only were they trained fucking killers these guys were like all city like had on the Triborough Bridge and on the BQE and and it was like they just had stock stock tip tags that's it they didn't even need a fact they just had stock now I'm just like wow like dudes are just fucking you have to do like the biggest I mean dudes doing like three can fill ins to I mean it's just crazy man dudes doing fucking fire extinguisher shit. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Man. You, you never did a fire extinguisher? Not, no, I never did. I've done, like I said, I've done some roller shit, but I've never really fucking squeezed off one of those shits. No. I mean, I've, 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 I've a real fire extinguisher, but that was different. 
Yeah, like I never wrote my name with a fire extinguisher. Imagine a giant vertical coming down the whole building. That, that, that would yeah, be yo, crazy. I was, I was like, I think it was maybe it was like Metro and Troutman or somewhere around there. I seen that dude Duster had a huge fucking tag on the side of a building. I was like, with a fucking fire extinguisher. I was like, so, you know, it's old, old habits die hard, man. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. So did you, um, you ever went to a different country bombing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've painted in Italy and Paris and uh, a bunch of different places. Not not as much. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that have painted in other countries more than I have. But, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to paint Germany and a bunch of different places. So, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Yo, that's fire. Did um did you ever go to a country and like, people like they knew who you were like, oh, shit. Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, when it, because anytime I painted like another country, I mean, besides Canada, maybe. Uh, it was like in the 2000s, you know what I mean? So, yeah. oh, right. so, so it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely hit a bunch of places, but yeah, there's always, there's always other, I mean, there's definitely still a bunch of places I want to travel. That's for sure. What, what about, um, movies and commercials and shit like that? Your shit, like, how many movies your shit came out in? You must've came out in a lot of movies. I, I mean, not, I mean, some, not really, but. Yeah, some some things. I don't know. I mean, back then, you know, back in the day, it was a big deal when you came up in the newspaper or came off in a TV show. Now it's like that shit happens every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, merch, of course. Uh, people could like buy sticker packs and, and canvases and shit like that off of you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't really push the shit hard. Like I do stickers and prints and I sell some of the old issues in my magazine. And I, you know, when I do some additions, I'm, I'm working on a bunch of projects now where a bunch of stuff is, you know, going to be coming out later this year and early in 2024. But yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I just, you know, I appreciate that people, you know, I, I mean, I appreciate that people are, you know, are, are still down for me and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, people want to buy stickers or want to buy a drawing or buy a print. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I do other artworks that may be like more expensive and stuff like that. So I want to make sure that everyone you know, has a chance to buy something. So I'm not trying to like, you know, uh, charge, you know, I want, I want there to be affordable stuff for people. You know what I mean? So if it's a sticker pack or a t-shirt or a print or a drawing, you know what I mean? Um, and pin, you got to make a pin. You got a pin. I got one. I got one. one, So then people can hit you up on your Insta for that. The pin. I need that. It's on the big cartel, man. It should be on there, man. It's like I said, I, okay. I don't, I, I don't market this shit to death. I just, I should be, I should probably be better at that shit, but I just like, I'm just like, I'm down, you know, I'm down for people to kind of like find it. You know what I mean? And when they find it, people buy stuff. So it's like, a, it's kind of a steady stream of stuff, you know, that's kind of selling, you know, I'm selling one thing or another, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, like I said, I just appreciate that, that people dig what I do. And so I want, I want to make sure that, you know, there's some, you know, if, if someone wants to buy something that there's an opportunity for that. Yeah, that's dope, bro. I, I definitely need the pin. I didn't know. I, I got. I need that yeah, in my yeah, collection. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So now, yep. I gotta pick your graffiti brain. I'm sorry. This might be hard. Pause. But throwies. Who, who's your top ten favorite throwies? As come on, you have one of the dopest. So you gotta tell me. You gotta spit somebody out, well, please. Okay. I think I've probably already mentioned a few of these people already. Um. All right, wait, wait, wait. Let me get my, my paper ready. My bad. I don't mean to be unprepared. All right, I'm good. Oh, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, again, there's more than 10 people, you know what I mean? But, I mean, 10 people, yes. I mean, 100% baby 168. 
Those throw-ups were like those throw-ups were like mini pieces. They had, they had a shadow on them. Those, especially the ones in the floater spots, beautiful. Uh, just I guess okay to stick on the J train. I was also I was a big fan of PO's throw-ups, man. P-O-S-I-S, man. I love those throw-ups, man. Um, I know they, they like. I don't think I ever seen anyone do throw-ups like the letter P, like he did. Like that. That was like unique to him. Um. And like, yeah, I mean, again, you know, A, P, A, T, Y, D, I mean, quick, min, haze. Uh, haze. I mean, damn, bro. I mean, let me, let me check EL3. Uh, uh, let me try, let me try and think of some rant, some, some esoteric, e, of course, E, B, Sir, Eco, T, K, C. And then, but no, maybe actually, hold up. I know I probably already mentioned the 10, but I have, I mean, of course, OE with the throw ups. And then, all right. And then, I, and then, if, 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 I mean, I could keep going, but if this is my last one, which is maybe, maybe, maybe my favorite one is demo TPA. Ooh. But, but there's more, there's more. I could shout, I could shout out another 20. Easy. I didn't even say Ice Man. Tell me one more, one more. Ice Man. Ice, LFD. Ice Man. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> my, my boy is like, get all 20 out of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, yeah, like RE, MOG, um, SR, TLS. Uh, damn, bro. So many throw-ups. I mean, I, was, I, I, like, I like the Rab CHC throw-ups. I loved um yeah bro uh kaya you see yay throw-ups uh the fucking the joy zephyr did the joy throw-ups oh hold on hold on wait sloan sloan hold up sloan sloan throw-ups i'm gonna forget somebody man and i don't want to forget nobody now i'm trying to like get everybody out there uh, Ooh, sloan he's underrated no sloan sloan's yeah, Sloan's throw-ups are legit. Those those shits are original as fuck. Um, damn, who else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, maybe I should just leave it at there because like if I start trying to trip, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, man, go for. I mean, I don't know, like mad dudes, like. Nah, you already said a crazy. Just the start, the first one you said, baby one sixty eight. I'm I'm happy you said that because he don't get a lot of recognition that he deserves. He bombed. Dude. I mean, he's no. I know he's known for pieces, but these dudes bombed like a lot. Of course, I mean, of PG throw-ups too. I mean, obviously, PG yeah. rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, bro. So, so, um, what would you tell? Like, do you have any advice for 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 the young graph writers, like that's trying to get you know come out? I mean, just like what what would be one thing what one thing you would tell them advice uh, i don't just keep going you know just keep you know just keep keep pushing it you know what i mean like because some dudes you know it's like you know back you know like back in when i was riding on trains you know what i mean it's like like i said i was more of like i was more of a bomber i like was into making mops and doing insides and doing throw-ups and stuff like that and like you know so there, there's there's dudes that rode on trains that only did insides or only did throw-ups you know what I mean? so today now you got people doing rooftops 
full on like fucking roller pieces, um, you know, all kinds of wild shit, fucking whole cars. So I'm saying, you know, just keep on, keep on going with that. You know what I mean? Keep, keep it, keep it going. You know, that, that's really the only advice. Cause I'm not, you know, it's, it's easy for like the old dudes to be like, yo, you graffiti guys, this and this and that. And it's like, you know, I see a lot of old school guys kind of like hating on new school dudes or being like, oh, that's not the way you do it. Or this and this and that. And it's like, yo, man, it's, it's like everyone has their time. You know what I mean? Like for me, like, you know, even though I've been writing a long time and like, you know, but for me, like say on the trains, like for me, you know, writing on the subways, like it was really just like 85 to 88 was really like my window. You know what I mean? So it's not a big window, but like, to me, that's a part of, I feel like some of the time I got up either, you know, not just on trains, but trucks and highways and all that shit. I feel like that's when I was up the most, probably like 1988 was probably like the best year for me. So I just, like I said, this kids just keep, you know, keep pushing it forward. It's cool to see people, you know, who respect kind of like the old school style in certain ways, like cross and stuff like that. So that's the kind of shit I dig seeing, you know. Yo, yo, when you rock the throwies, it's so dope because you don't need a shadow. That's, nah, you know, that's where I was trying to rock a shadow or force fields or whatever. But it's funny because I see like there's a picture of me and deck actually that no, no FYA took of us doing throw ups. And like, I even forgot I was doing kind of like a force field around my shit. And like, again, it was a throw up completely inspired by like quick RTW because he used to draw faces in his cues. And so I started drawing faces in, in, in my P's and stuff like that. And so and he would draw like little fucking antennas and little, you know, crazy shit, you know? So then he was a big influence in, in doing throw-ups and stuff like that. And made, you know, made throw-ups doing, you know, made, made them fun, you know? Yeah, throw-ups is, is crazy essential, oh, yeah. bro. That's that, that's... The ghost. <laughs> the ghost of the ghost. Can't forget that, man. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm probably forgetting other dudes, man, but I, I can't forget that one. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Ghost, definitely. He's one of my top. Them GHs are just so iconic. Uh, Crazy. But yeah, well, also dudes put in so much work. It's like, you can't, even if, even if he was trying not to like him, you can't not like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it. But you can't, if, if you do, it's your, that's your problem, you know? Yeah, you was talking about him before. Um, Smith. Smith is one of my favorites. Also, Smith is very dope. Yeah, yeah those, very, very dope. Yeah, well, those dudes also. Like I said, there was a time where him and his brother they 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 ran they ran shit crazy. They were they were they were running on the lines heavy. <laughs> so so what? When did you start slowing down? What what was the years that you started slowing down? Uh. I think the first time was probably around 2005 because I remember there's like, like I have like this going thing, like I have to do a throw up, at least one throw up every year, like with a date in it, like at least one. Of course, I would, I would exceed that. But in 2005, I remember for whatever reason, uh, I didn't really do that much graph and it came towards the end of the year. And I was like December something. And I was like, oh shit, I got a good bunch of fill-ins. So I did a bunch of fill-ins, but it was just towards the end of the year. So, um, and then I don't know, I'd say like recently, man, I don't know, like in the last, you know, 10 years, maybe it's like kind of slowed down. Like I just, you know, just I got work and a bunch of other stuff going on. So, but, you know, like I said, I try and squeeze the shit in whenever I can. I mean, you know, I was fortunate enough. I did it like maybe beginning of last year. I did a piece with Zephyr, some steel. That was nice. You know what I mean? So, 
that was that was definitely something a high high point of last year. Um, but yeah, you know, I like I, I try and squeeze it in whenever. I mean, you know, but like yeah, it just gets littler and littler, you know, as time goes on. And I think also too, like yeah, just whatever, just life shit, you know, gets gets in the way. Yeah. So so at the end of the day, it's, it's okay. just life. Because okay. you know? like I said, I mean, like I've seen these other dudes. Like for me, at my stage, like. Like I said, man, enough respect to all the dudes that are crushing shit out there, man, and I love to see it, man. But, like, for me, I like kind of seeing, like, rare shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like to come up across, like, oh, shit, this dude don't don't have that many tags running. Like, he just did a tag. Like, like I've seen this, you know, sometimes you see, like, an old school guy just pop out. Like, you see, like, a Boots 119 tag somewhere, and you'd be like, oh, shit, like, you know, I like seeing shit like that. It's like, he's not, he's not you know, up everywhere like dudes is killing today, but when you see it a couple places, you're like, yeah, that's good, you know? Definitely get get me hyped. And just when I see like any any old school, just like Fib, Trap, yeah. whoever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean those dudes. All of those. Yeah, I mean I we we paint we, we definitely painted during the same era, and those dudes, yeah, those dudes crushed shit. <laughs> yeah, my my top dudes is always Easy Jaws and Josh Five. You those, you know what I'm saying? They the blueprint for me. I thought they were up so much. Like in my era, when I was growing up, I thought they were from my neighborhood. Yeah. They were up everywhere. Well, that's the, that's the big that that's why that shit is so impressive. Because when you're hitting trains, you go to one spot, you go to a yard, you go to a layup, you hit all them trains, and they move around. Now, when the trains are taking out the mix, you had to troop through those neighborhoods. You know what I mean? And fucking. And that, so like what you're saying, like, you'd be like, yo, I think these, I thought these guys were from here. They had shit so unlocked. So it's like that, that's impressive shit, man. That's, that, that's a, that's a moment that that whole era is a moment in graffiti, New York graffiti for sure. That's a fact, bro. And so you said, you said that you're coming out, um, you know, in the near future with like, um, mags and all of that, right? Yeah. Well, a book about kind of the nineties, like the magazine era about, about that whole time. That's dope, bro. I can't wait. I'm gonna be waiting yeah, on that. Pretty chunky, man. It's gonna be pretty chunky, man. Dope, man. So, so do do you have any last things you want? Anything you want to say before we jump off of this, bro? Well, just you know, appreciate you and what you're doing, man. And thank you. And again, thank you for your patience. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, just just keep on keeping on, man. Nah, man, I, I I thank you, bro, for coming on. Yo, this was a super treat. You know, I know you're a busy dude, and just I, I didn't mean to keep bothering you, no, but no, I had I to try to no, make no, it happen, no, bro. It's, it, that, it's all good, man. It's all good. All right, so let me ask you a question. Just the this is the last question. As a as a fan of graffiti, the way I am, um, who if if you could see anybody on Graph Champs, who would you like to see? Mitch seventy seven. <laughs> yo sp thank you so much my brother you are yeah. a M nyc go and we salute you my brother thank you man appreciate it man enjoy enjoy your saturday night enjoy the weekend and salute you general yo that's motherfucking grass chance that was sp1 bsb baby that's the what is this the third or fourth show of the year